Hey Maddie, did you start the popcorn? It's going right now. Is the movie ready to go? I'm just waiting on you guys. Zosha, are the rooms cleaned up? Yeah, we're just finishing Amelia's room. Thank you. Yaya, are you helping? Yes, Chief Bogo Cat is helping too. All right, well when you're done cleaning up, put your jammies on. It's movie night. Hello, this is Mommy. What's up, everyone? I'm Daddy. Hi, I'm Zosha, and I'm seven years old. Hi, I'm Amelia, and I'm five years old. And this week, we watched Jurassic Park. Universal Pictures put out this live-action film in 1993. It's rated PG-13 and has a runtime of two hours and seven minutes. Some other kid-friendly films they put out around this time were Cop and a Half and We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. This movie follows a group of people invited to an island theme park centered around dinosaurs to give their approval before the park opens. However, there's no animatronics here. The dinosaurs are real. After the park's creator assures everyone that they were safe and the ride starts, the group discovers that the dinosaurs have escaped and now they're on the loose. Some familiar faces and voices in this movie. Dr. Alan Grant is played by Sam Neill. He is Sir in Bicentennial Man, Mr. McGregor from Peter Rabbit, and he is also in Jurassic Park 3 and 6. Dr. Ellie Sattler is played by Laura Dern. She is Miss Riley in October Sky, and she is also in Jurassic Park 3 and 4. Ian Malcolm is Jeff Goldblum. He plays David Levinson in Independence Day. He's the voice of Aaron in the movie The Prince of Egypt, and he plays Grandmaster in Thor Ragnarok. You see him in Jurassic Park 2, 5, and 6. Arnold is played by Samuel L. Jackson. He is in so many things that kids and parents will both know. Some more kid-friendly things that he's in, though, is he plays Nick Fury from the Marvel franchise. He is the voice of Frozone in The Incredibles and the voice of Whip Flash in Turbo. Dennis Nedry is played by Wayne Knight, and the girls notice this voice right away because he does the voice of Al from Toy Story 2. He's also the voice of Tantor, the adult version from Tarzan, and he plays Stan Podolak from Space Jam. The director of this movie is Steven Spielberg. He's behind some great films like E.T., the Indiana Jones movies, well, one through four, really, Jaws, Hook, and Ready Player One. All right, let's start off with Zosha. Did you learn anything from this movie? I learned that dinosaurs can be like birds. Yeah, Dr. Grant talks about this a lot and compares the two. Cool, cool. Amelia, what did you learn from this movie? To stay away from T-Rexes. That is very important because they are carnivorous and will eat you. <laughs> yeah. D Daddy, did you learn anything? I learned that humans will be the downfall of us all. We, we, we want to bring back things that should have been left alone and we're taking our planet out. We've been on this planet probably the least amount of time versus all these other, you know, animals and species. And yet we're going to be gone before all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Did you learn anything from this? Yes. I mean, it kind of goes along with yours, but uh, don't play God. If, if, uh, if a species is gone, they're gone for a reason with evolution. Uh, man and dinosaurs were just not meant to exist together. So just let it be. Let it be. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy, if you had a dinosaur skeleton, what would it be? I would dig up a whole triceratops. I would want one of those just right in my front lawn. 
That'd be pretty big. It would, but it would be wonderful. <laughs> be like, which house is yours? You'll know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Zosha? A whole entire body of a T-Rex. Ooh. Where would you put it? Um, If I had my own museum, I would put it in there. All right. All right. We'll have the Zosha Museum. Mm-hmm. Daddy, what would you pick? I would pick... This is not my favorite dinosaur, but I'm thinking about size here, and I would want it in our living room. So I'd probably go with a Dilophosaurus. It's the one that has the fans that come out from its side and spits the poison. That's the one that I would pick because it doesn't take up a lot of room. It could also double as like a lampshade if it's out, you know, (laughs) put a light bulb in its mouth. There you go. Taxidermy type thing. There you go. (laughs) Amelia, what would you pick? Triceratops like mommy. Ooh, you like the the chubby plant-eating animal as well? Yes. They are cute. Would you want a big one or a baby one? Baby. A baby. I figured you would. We can display them next to each other. (laughs) I didn't think baby was an option. That was a good question. Sad, but an option. Daddy, who is your favorite character? My favorite character was Maldoon. We didn't mention him in the cast. The owner of Jurassic Park wanted this hunter who would be able to keep these animals in check brought in. And because Maldoon hunted everything under the sun, he was the one that was perfect for this job. And I thought he was just super cool. He knew that it was a bad idea. Like once they started talking about like they breeded raptors, he was like, "Mm mm-hmm, told him not to do that. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm a good hunter. And I don't even want to hunt these things. They're they're smart. They're testing the fences yes. and stuff. Like, he's super cool. He was good. He was a good character. Good pick. Zosha, who is your favorite character from this movie? I have two favorite characters. The kids, Lex and Tim. Oh, okay. Cool. Why do you like them? Because they're kids like me. Oh, okay. That's a good answer. If, if there's kids in a movie, you want to relate to them. So I get it. Anything else about them that you liked? They're funny. Yeah, they had some funny parts. I liked it. Tim was uh, kind of annoying Dr. Grant by following him to all the cars. (laughs) Amelia, who was your favorite character? My favorite character is Ellie. Oh, what did you like about Ellie, Dr. Sadler? She touched the dino poo. She did. She was not afraid (laughs) to get all up in that dino poop because she wanted to help, right? Yeah, she was really fun. She's a strong, independent woman. That's a good pick, yeah. Mommy, who was your favorite character? My favorite character is actually Tim. I loved that he idolized Dr. Grant. And this was a kid like that target audience. He loved dinosaurs. He knew the names of all these dinosaurs. He was like, oh, by the way, Dr. Grant, I read this book by so-and-so as well. And what do you like? He wanted to talk theory. Like, I loved this (laughs) kid. So he still had those qualities of looking at everything like a child, but he also was looking at it like an adult and he wanted to learn more. And he was very brave, too. Like in some of the situations that this kid was put in, he shined, man. He He was was a good character. Yeah. Not so much a question here, but more of a teaching moment. Numbers kind of go over your heads right now, especially big numbers. But dinosaurs walked the earth 65 million years ago. That's a long time. But did you know that there's some animals alive today that were around before dinosaurs? Yes. You did? What animal? A fish and bird. A fish and birds? Yep. Okay. Because I saw inside a book, it said a fish and a bird. All right. Amelia, what do you think? No, I didn't know that. All right. So Amelia's about to learn something new. What do you have for us, Daddy? All right. So crocodiles were around 166 million years ago. Wow. That's a long time. That's way before dinosaurs, and they're still alive today. 
sea turtles were around 80 million years ago. That's before dinosaurs as well. And they're still here. Snakes were around 140 million years ago, and they're still around. And then the last one is sharks that were around 450 million years ago. Now, the sharks from 450 million years ago are actually a lot bigger than the sharks we have now. They're called megalodons, and they're just gigantic sharks, like huge, about the size of a whale. So that's crazy that they're around today still, but they're just a lot smaller. I wouldn't want to see that shark. I don't want to either. <laughs> don't want to go swimming with that one? No. I would not like to see the shark too. No, I don't think so. Could you imagine how tiny you would look next to it? Yeah, I think the sea turtle is the only one that I'm going to get in the water with. Yeah, yeah, and be like, dude. Mommy, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene is when Dr. Grant, Lex, and Tim climb up into the tree to sleep for the night. Um, and when they wake up in the morning... All the Brachiosauruses are there by their tree eating. Mm -hmm. And it's just a very tender moment that throughout all this chaos of running and escaping death, they get to come across some nice herbivores. And it's almost like they're at a zoo and they start feeding them the leaves. And Lex kind of calms down a little bit because at first she freaks out and they're like, no, no, it's okay. This one's not going to eat us. So it's just a cute moment of Dr. Grant kind of softening his side towards children and the children getting to not run for their lives for five minutes. So I really liked the scene. Yeah, it was a nice break. And then it sneezes on her. And then it does sneeze on her. And she's like, oh, God. But you know what? Being sneezed on is better than getting a leg chopped off. So it Indeed is. <laughs> Amelia, what was your favorite scene? When Arnold was going to start the ride on and he said, hold on to your butts. <laughs> you did laugh. You looked at me immediately <laughs> during that part. That's probably the most iconic line of this entire movie. Aside from Welcome to Jurassic Park, it's and probably Hold On to Your Butts. And Spared No Expense. Yeah, you hear that, that is all another one like, as well. All right, we get it, dude. You got a lot of money. <laughs> Daddy, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene is the introduction to the T-Rex. It's an iconic shot of that glass of water that's sitting on the dashboard, and the footsteps are just vibrating, so you see these dimples or these ripples that are in the water and you know it's coming you know there's something big coming and then it finally reveals that like the fence is out so the t-rex rips down the fence and then everyone's scared in their cars and it's just so cool because it comes out and it's smelling everything and it's hitting the car and everyone's freaked out and dr grant's got to come out with a flare to try to distract it and when he thinks he's gotten rid of it, Ian gets out and he thinks that he's helping, but he's actually not. It's just an awesome scene. And when you see the animatronic T-Rex, it looks fantastic. The CGI parts, not so much, though. Not a great move. Yeah. Zosha, what was your favorite scene from this movie? When they first get to Jurassic Park, they see a long-necked dinosaur for the very first time. And why is that shocking to them? Because dinosaurs don't exist anymore. Yeah, they don't exist anymore. Do you remember what their job is? Digging up bones of dinosaurs. Yes, they dig up bones of dinosaurs. So the fact that they're there and they see a live dinosaur. It's funny because Ellie's not paying attention. So Dr. Grant holds on to her head and turns it and she's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it is a funny part. Like, stop talking. Look at this. <laughs> so that's a great scene to end on. With that being said, 
if we could bring dinosaurs back, would you want to? So sure. No. No, right away. No. <laughs> Amelia, would you want to bring dinosaurs back? Only the ones who eat plants. That's fair. That would be good. What about you, Daddy? Uh, I think I'm going to side with Amelia on this one. I'm going to say only the ones that eat plants. That would be cool. I, I was going to go a complete no with Sosha, but you know what? I'm going to stay a no with Sosha because you never know. What if those plant-eating dinosaurs evolve and are like, you know what? You look good. So I'm just going to keep them in the past. <laughs> I'm going to take a bite of that leg. Yeah, I'm going to keep that in the past. But to further that question, let's say they did bring back dinosaurs and they make Jurassic Park and it was open. Daddy, would you want to go? I absolutely would. You would go to see it? <laughs> yep. Zosha, what about you? No. Staying as far away from that island as you can? Yep. <laughs> Amelia, what about you? No. Hey, that's okay. Mommy, would you go? Uh, I would go alone, maybe. I wouldn't bring my kids there, just in case something went. But you know what? No, I'm not going all together. I'm not going to risk them <laughs> losing their mom, too. I would say if it was just herbivores, yes, we would all go. But if they're like, hey, come check out this T-Rex, I'd be like, nope, seen that movie. Not not doing that today. We've had a lot of warnings. Yep. Quite a few of them. We've got red flags, people. Don't ignore that. <laughs> we have at least six movies to show why we shouldn't. <laughs> Parents, this movie is still good. This is actually the very first film that I remember seeing in theaters, and I was three. And I liked it. It had dinosaurs. Come on. It rides a fine line of scary and suspense, so kids might be on the edge of their seat, and they might also cover their eyes, but I think they'll enjoy it. As a parent, though, I was paying attention to the dialogue more than usual, and there's a bunch of words that the girls didn't ask about, but I felt the need to press pause and explain words like investors, lawyers, paleontologists, stuff like that. A lot of it's said in the beginning, so the beginning is where I'd say is the biggest bugaboos of this movie. And it's not just for kids. I felt bored at times as well. However, when the action picks up about halfway through the movie, it's pretty consistent and keeps everyone in the room's attention. Our girls enjoyed it, and they're 5 and 7, but to fully grasp the dialogue, I'm probably going to recommend 9 and up if you guys want to show your kids. Some parental guidance. Language, it's mild language use. It's nothing profuse, but you do hear some zingers here and there. Violence. Dinosaurs are eating people. So yeah, I'd say there's violence in this movie, um, but they do a tasteful job of it. Most of the kills happen off screen. Blood is visible after attacks on the dinosaurs mouths. And we also see a single severed arm at one point, but it's not gory. Girls, was anything scary to you in this movie? Yes. What scared you? All the T-Rex parts. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Those made you a little nervous? Yeah. What about you, Amelia? When the dinosaur spitted poison in his face. Yeah, that was a little scary. And then he was trying to run away from it, but it hurt too much, right? Yes. Yeah. So yes, there are a lot of things to scare you in this movie, as well as give you a lot of anxiety. They do a great job with building up the panic, such as when we first see the T-Rex, like Maddie described earlier. There's also a part where you think Tim has possibly passed away, which concerned our girls. But don't worry, all is well in the world. I think the raptor kitchen scene takes the cake for this movie, though. That scene followed Maddie and I into adulthood, and I think most of our friends remember this scene the most. Yeah, aside from the bad CGI, it's it's a great scene. Regardless, though, when you were little, you were like, nope, not today. Grown-up stuff, Arnold smokes in almost every single scene he's in. He's the same guy who says, hold on to your butts. Nedry's screensaver is a woman in a bikini. Malcolm talks about always being on the lookout for the next ex-Mrs. Malcolm, but it's all very mild grown-up talk. Nothing, nothing severe. Okay, so Rotten Tomato critics give this movie a 91%. That's a thumbs up for sure. And the audiences give it a 91% as well. So people love this movie. 
Let's see how it holds up in our house. Zosha, do you give this a thumbs up, a thumbs middle, or a thumbs down? Thumbs middle. Thumbs middle? Okay. Amelia, what do you give this movie? I give it a thumbs middle because it was a little bit too scary for me. That's fair. Mommy, what do you give it? I'm giving it a thumbs up. I like this movie because it is educational. It gives you suspense and it just holds up after all these years. Okay. I'm going to give it a thumbs middle. It's iconic, but it's not as good as I remembered. With that being said, this is also based off a book. So if you're a reader of books or a listener of books like I am, I think you all need to check out Jurassic Park by Michael Crichton. Yes, this book was written in 1990, and like most adaptations, it is way better than the movie. Not just because a few scenes are different, but it's a completely new story compared to this movie. After numerous recommendations from friends to read this, Maddie and I listened to it about a year ago, and we were just floored by how much better it was. So please check it out, and even if you love the movie, it might ruin it a little bit for you, because you're still, like me, I love this movie, I gave it a thumbs up, but I watch it and I go, ooh! been so much better if they did this with the book (laughs) yeah book gets a thumbs up from me for sure all right that's fair that's fair and if any of you would like to add jurassic park to your movie night list it is currently streaming on peacock tubi and is available across all video platforms and after watching let us know if you give it a thumbs up thumbs middle or thumbs down and when you want to let us know what you think about the movie please find us on social media We like to post pictures of us on our movie nights, letting you know what snacks and sweets we're eating. We post a dad joke theme to the episode coming out that week, and it's just a fun place to hang out. Our Facebook is It's Movie Night, and our Instagram is It's Movie Night Pod. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another movie night. Bye. Bye!